Today's gospel lesson comes from John, the third chapter, verses 14 through 21. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light, Because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. The word of the Lord. My friends, I believe that many of us can agree that it is hard to find hope or see great promises when we are experiencing hard times. In fact, I can attest that hard times have a tendency to push us into more negative places and thoughts that are usually driven by negative emotional attitudes about life, or other people. And please don't let me mention the pity parties of others reminding us how bad things are in our lives or start criticizing us for the decisions that we've made, which perhaps may be the source of some of our present hard times. Indeed, misery loves company. Of course, this is before we start to exercise our faith over doubt, before we remember our past encounters with God, or before those moments when we can recall the encouraging words of family, friends, or even strangers. Yet, In the midst of all those hard times, negativity, bad decisions, and situations that appear to be hopeless, we are reminded in Scripture that God has not forgotten about us. And and God continues to make a way out of no way, even when it seems like there is no way out. God is with us at all times. And for us who are believers, this is what separates us from those who walk in darkness or those who do not believe as we believe. We find this evidence of, of hope over doubt in this John pericope where the author recollects the story of Moses and the children of, of Israel in the desert beyond e- Egypt as written in, this, in the 21st chapter of Numbers. And in the context of the story, we can hear the Israelites complaining, whining, and pitching a fit out of impatience against God. 
We can constantly hear these negative people complaining about the food that they were eating, although it was given to them by God. We can hear some of them say, although we were slaves in Egypt, we did not have it as hard as we are having it in the wilderness. Perhaps they missed the note that the freedom in the Lord is better than the slavery of man. And the scripture stated that because of their complaining, the Lord sent fiery serpents or snakes among the, the people when they bit the people so that many people of Israel died. And the scripture further stated that the people saw their sins against the Lord, repented, and asked Moses to pray on their behalf that the Lord, to the Lord, so that the snakes would be taken away. And we can allude that Moses did pray on behalf of the people, and we can also assume that the Lord did stop the serpents from killing the people. However, I think this is the part that many of us miss. The snakes were not taken away. Rather, the Lord instructed Moses to make a bronze symbol of a serpent or a snake wrapped around a pole and lift it high for the people to see. This was a reminder to the Israelites of their complaining, their sins against the Lord, and as a reminder that the Lord is a source of healing and wholeness. This symbol is still used as a reminder to us that God is the, the source of the balm of our healing, and we can still see it in the medical profession today. This numbers text correlates with John's message about Jesus. He reminds us that Jesus, who became the burden to the social norms and the lawless would be lifted high for the sins of the people. Jesus would become and still is the bomb for the sick. Jesus became and still is the help for the marginalized. He is our belief for the unbelievers. He's the hope for the hopeless. And for those of us who call ourselves believers, he's encouragement, even in dismal times. As the well-known words of John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have the everlasting life. And sometimes, my friends, I believe we all need reminders of why we believe as we should believe. Although as believers we know that Jesus died for our sins, I think that we are much like the Israelites in this Numbers text. We complain because we don't have enough. We complain because others have more than we have. We forget that Jesus died and died once for all. We forget the fact that he was lifted high because of the sins of the world. 
His crucifixion atones us of our sins, both seen and unseen. And Jesus' resurrection allows us to be reconciled back to God. It justifies us of our sins. Still, we have the audacity to complain about this and complain about that. As my mama would say sometimes, boys, shut up and sit down somewhere. Thank God for frequent reminders of God's love, grace, and mercy towards us. When I was a child, my grandfather would task us with some of the strangest jobs, like patching a bicycle tube inside an actual bicycle tire. I remember this one occasion I told my grandfather, I said, Granddad, why don't you just buy us a new bicycle? Why do we always have to keep patching these tires? I have about 20 patches on this one bicycle too. But I was that kid always trying to get new stuff. But my grandfather was teaching me a valuable lesson about stewardship and faith. And what made my grandfather lesson at that particular time so strange was the fact that my grandfather was blind. And he could not see what I was doing. However, he still believed in me even more than I believed in myself at times. And for, in fact, I remember I became so frustrated at this one, this one particular repair job that I started complaining and I told my grandfather that I couldn't do it. Instead of scolding me, my grandfather stepped in. And some of y'all who may have repaired a, a bicycle tire before, my grandfather, he stepped in. He took that, that inner tube, he put it in some water, he squeezed it, and he could feel the bubbles in that one spot where the hole existed. He patiently coached me through the task until I succeeded. And after I completed that task, I, I remember him lovingly telling me succinctly, sometimes you just have to feel it before you see it. And of course, I, I did not get it until later in life where I likened this saying to my faith in God. Indeed, my friends, there may be times when matters seem hard and the tasks before us seem dismal. However, faith is like walking in the dark with the hopes of eventually finding light. The Bible tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. To make it more plain, it is like sneaking around the house late at night in the dark where your partner can I hear you making it to the refrigerator where the light of ice cream awaits you. Maybe I'm telling on myself, sorry, honey. See, me and Chase have a way of sneaking around the house to gather food at night. Bwah. 
Although these correlations seem different, they are not so different when we look at our faith and our belief in God. It reminds us that faith is more superior to doubt. It reminds us that belief is essential to faith. And it reminds us through Jesus Christ, we can be made whole, despite how dismal and how hopeless things may seem. And as believers, we are called, we are employed to believe in Jesus Christ, who was lifted high for our sins and as a sign of our regenerating hope as well as our reconciliation back to God. It is through Jesus Christ that we are saved and can be made whole. However, my friends, I encourage us to know that it is incumbent upon us to keep the faith and believe that God has not forgotten about the sacrifices that Jesus made for us. We can hold on to our hope by faith. We can believe that God is just. We can believe that God is still working things out for us, even when we don't see it. This, my friends, is a hope that is worth receiving, embracing, and lifting high for the world to see. Let the redeemed say so. Let the redeemed hold on to their faith. And let the redeemed acclaim, proclaim boldly that Jesus is still alive.